Sing the sumo song. Hello, welcome to the day 12 Sumo Mainichi podcast live from Fukuoka. Well, we say live, but we are now back at the Airbnb. I said the same thing as you last night. It feels very tempting it, to say live. It feels like live. Yep, I'm Amy, I'm here with Dave, and we are live from Fukuoka reporting on all the action of day 12. This is our final day at the Sumo. We didn't shed a tear, we kept it stoic, but we enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, another great day of Sumo as we see the final Basho of 2023 start to turn the corner Mm. into the final few days. Uh, Another beautiful day in Fukuoka today, 22 degrees Celsius, 71 degrees Fahrenheit. Some scattered cloud today, but Mm. T-shirt weather. And today I made the brave move of not even bringing a jumper slash wind cheater slash sweater. You're a hero. I really felt the, oh, I didn't give you a a chance to reply there. Sorry, hero. I agree. Thank you. (laughs) I really felt the sun today when I was waiting out the front of the Kokosai Centre, um, waiting for some Jurio guys to come in. I thought I'd pop out in between oh, after the um, after Sundanme and wait for Jurio guys and it was beaming down. There was me and a line of um, people waiting for them to come in and it was so hot. Who did you see? Oh, who did I see today? Great. I saw Tamashaw Hall for a second time. I'm... Big fan of Tamashoho. Now, this has really concreted my uh, fandom of that guy. Uh, I saw Shoma again. Little little boo. I don't know yeah. what's happening with Naruto. Well, that news seems to have totally gone under the yeah, radar. It's very strange, isn't it? And we, we did see Naruto Oyakata from a distance today. Oh, we did. Very tall man. He's massive. But if you didn't see the news before the Basho, I think it was only really a week before the Basho kicked off. Yeah, some reports, well, concerning reports from that Haya around treatment of uh, younger Rikishi and the Oyakata not doing mm. the job that's required to keep a lid on all that. Uh, Oshoma being one of those uh, Rikishi who seemed to be one of the main instigators. We were talking about it again today. Surprised that there was no action taken. Yeah, it just disappeared. I don't know if something will happen afterwards. I haven't seen anyone talk about it since then. Maybe it was um, entirely written up in a a very lowbrow gossip place. I'm not sure, but... Well, I mean, we know the facts. A number of young Rikishi from that stable... Quit the stable. Well, I think they quit sumo. Quit sumo, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to yeah, more well, positive news. I, say? I yes. saw Shimazumi for a second time. I am also uh, starting to be a great fan of uh, that guy. He was up in uh, Makuchi today. And I also saw Onosato and Takahashi come out of the Nishonoseki van. The van. Yeah, it was interesting. Most people, most Jurio Rikishi turned up in the van, um, but it was Shimazumi who turned up in a taxi. Interesting. What do you think of that? I like it. Yeah, taxi guy. Yeah, travel in comfort. I like it. Uh, why don't we today jump straight into the Makuchi action? Another, another big day of sumo. Tamawashi. Mm. He uh, fought very, very hard to drive a determined Oho over the bales for his Kachakoshi. Yeah, really good news for Tamawashi here. Uh, all the way down at Magashira 12, he was just the second bout of the day. 
And to get that kachikoshi with the tsukedashi win over Oho, it was uh, it was pretty cool coming back after September with that disastrous two and thirteen. <laughs> Well, the youngest man in sumo sets himself <laughs> up for a more successful 2024 where he turns 40 later yeah. in the year. What's he going to do for his 40th, I wonder? Not sure. Uh, Hiroda Umi and Churuna Umi were both facing up against each other, both coming in on seven and wins. We've spoken about it every day, but we just need to say it again. Hiroda Umi, hometown hero mm. of all of the, well, I was going to say all of the Kyushu Rikishi, apart from Shodai. Yeah, Shodai, very much the biggest. Hiroda Umi, people get behind him. Now, Churuna Umi being from Okinawa, the Okinawan Rikishi seemed to get a, a lot of support in Kyushu. It's not all that close, but it's certainly the closest. And the Kyushu fans often just pick up. Uh, people from the surrounding islands. But today, there was no doubt that Hiradumi was the favourite. Out of the touchy eye, it was all Hiradumi here, though. Blasted Churunaumi back. Yeah. And there was that thing where they have the finger bandages and somehow with that first initial hit of the touchy eye, the finger bandages pop off and spiral up into the end. All of a sudden, you see a little white thing uh, spiral out from the touchy eye and you're like, what's that? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I always thought it was tape. Yeah. But there's no way it's tape. Well, it, the tape couldn't unstick. No, that I think quickly, it's probably a bandage it? with tape around it. Anyway, we saw that pop up into the air, which was one of my favourite things to see in sumo. Uh, this bout, though, was over in a heartbeat. Hirudumi smashed Umi and he picked up his kachikoshi. Hooray for Hirudumi. Got an interview, which we did not see, so I do not know how it went. I haven't seen that one. I've seen a few of the kachikoshi interview today, but I'm sure he was very happy. Yeah. Now, now Umi, he's been stuck on seven wins now for three days. Yeah. Just can't quite that find that final win to take him to Kachikoshi and cement that uh, position in the top division. That feeling must be so annoying every day you front up, you do all your preparation and it doesn't happen again and it really starts to play on you psychologically, I think. So come on, Chirinomi. We're going to cheer for you from now on. It wasn't today, but from now on. Uh, Takara Fuji came up against Miyogiryu uh, and made short work of him. He picked up a much-needed win here, uh, Takara Fuji. Yeah, Takara Fuji today, just efficient, clinical, business-like sumo. I was a little sad to see Miyogiryu go over the bales. He came, mm. he went over the bales on our side. You could just see him, he looked a bit resigned. He did, and I think when he walked out... Uh, down the Hanamichi as well, just a bit down in the dumps. And at Magashira 9, that Makakoshi is not a massive deal, but obviously he was expecting more of himself, like I'm sure he does uh, every time around. Exactly. And we're calling this win a much-needed win for Takara Fuji because, as we were saying yesterday, at Magashira yeah. 13, Takara Fuji already has his Makakoshi, so that win today takes him to 4 and 8 Starting to look a little safer. Yeah. Look, I stayed in the stadium today for Endo's bout. I am now the hero. He came up against Kidnowaka. And this time uh, he looked good. He certainly did. Endo looked sharp today. Uh, Fast, mobile, got on the belt uh, and gave Kidnowaka absolutely nowhere to go. 
So unfortunately for Kidnawaka, that's Makakoshi losing record for him at Maegashira 17. Well, definitely, you heard it here first, definitely <laughs> go back down to Jurio. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing for Kidnawaka. I do think there'll be quite a few disappointed fans. I think he was, you know, picking up a bit of momentum. I know quite a lot of people who who we know in the JSA South sumo world are big fans of Kidnawaka. So a bit of disappointment there. I'm not, but I'm not writing him off completely. Oh, I good. Just, just think <laughs> good. he needs a couple of basho back in Jurio. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Just to get the head right and then... Make another campaign in the top division in 2024 at some point. Endo, though, that's his fourth win. Gee, people like seeing Endo get a win, don't they? <laughs> they do. It always surprises me. Like, no matter what happens with Endo, no matter where he is uh, in the Banzuka, what's happened with his sumo before, there are just people who just want to see him win. Sumo normies is the term <laughs> that I use. And I know that's not popular, but I, I just call it as I see it. One thing we didn't really talk about before we kicked off these bouts was today's a public holiday. Oh, yeah. In Fukuoka. So I think we got to the stadium at about midday mm-hmm. or a little bit before and it was packed. Yep. I mean, in terms of that area with the food trucks and festivities happening out the front, you could feel that a lot of people had got to the sumo early. Yeah, I think people were turning up earlier. I think there are a lot of families Yes. Uh, with a day out. I think there are a lot of groups of women going together. Like there were sort of uh, maybe my age women and, and a little bit older women going in boxes together, which is really cool. And, and just groups of people who all either followed the same rikishi or, you know, enjoyed watching sumo together, but you could, together. You could tell. I mean, I think we got there at the end of Sundamme. By the time Makushta kicked off, mm. people were there. They were engaged in the sumo, sometimes sitting there watching Makushta. You know, people are talking, drinking, having some food. But people were switched on to sumo very, yeah. very early. Yeah, and they were really, um, really on board with, uh, it had a different flavour, I guess. Yeah, they're on did. board with it different did. ricochet. Uh, there was a lot of uh, calling out for different people than we'd heard. It was it was just a cool cool vibe today. Yeah, and a lot of these people liked seeing Endo because he's good looking. Yep. Pick up a win against yep. Kidnawaka today. <laughs> uh, Onosho and Nishiki, as I've written here in the notes, Googie. Well, uh, I feel like. Now Nishiki is the uh, right time to give you some props for writing all these notes. So I, I've been, you know, doing a bit of social media oh, and you, videoing you, and disappearing you know. and taking photos and yep. stuff like that. But you've done the hard work yep. during these five days. And writing them all on my phone. Yep. Uh, which, you know, you end up with spelling mistakes such as Nishiki Guji. Yep. Uh, there was a mutter here in this Onosho Nishiki Guji match, which saw <laughs> the Googs, as I like to call him, Nishiki Guji, push Onosho completely off the dojo. What yeah. did you think of this? Yeah, well, I initially thought that Nishiki Guji had um, just committed. I think I thought that he thought it was a go and that he just went for it and that it was fair enough that Onosho kind of let himself be pushed back. But when I saw the replay, I'm, I'm not sure about that. I think he might have taken advantage of the matter and just given him a bit of a yoink. I completely agree. This was an act of pure hatred 
from the Googs today against Ornoshaw, who has done nothing to deserve this kind of treatment. No, he rolled off too. He staggered backwards oh, he, and then fell down and rolled all the way down. And I'll tell you what, the crowd got involved in they this. They it. hated it. Well, they, they did two woos too. The first one was when he staggered backwards <laughs> and the second enormous woo was when he tumbled off. Uh, the crowd was absolutely getting their money's worth here. They reset. But there was another mutter. I know. Nishiki Fuji just looked like he thought the only way that he was going to get this win was by going as quickly as he could, pushed Onosho back again. This time kind of held him up, didn't let him roll off again. Too little too late (laughs) from the Googs, in my opinion. Uh, Third time lucky. Yep. They reset yet again. Yeah. And this time, my eyes are on Onosho, and I'm glad that they were. You don't always catch the, the perfect action, but here I did because it was Onosho who was like, I am sick of this. You've come at me twice. You've pushed me off the doyo. This is my turn to go quickly. And before Nishiki Fuji could react, he was uh, at him and just shoved him straight off. I mean, as, as about... It, this was over very quickly. Yeah. But if you consider the whole engagement as a piece of theatre, this was beautiful sumo. It was very good. You could you could uh, sell tickets to this. And oh, in fact, you could. They are. Yeah, and they do. <laughs> uh, but today, Makakoshi mm. for the Googs. The Googs, why? Uh, or injury, maybe. Well, injury, many reasons. I think his head's not right. Yeah. You were saying today that you wouldn't mind... Uh, him having some time, as is your want, uh, yep. to uh, assign time in Jurio. Well, again, no shame in it. But I think for Nishiki Gugi, just having some time, just settle the sumo. He's done quite well in Makuchi when he's been there. It's just that it feels like the last few basho, the wheels have fallen off a little bit. Uh, but definitely back to Jurio for him. I would look uh, when the last time was he was in Jurio, but uh, yeah. sumo DB, it's down. I think. It was five basho ago. Five, we are only. using, because well, we did, we should say sumo DB is currently four oh fouring. Yeah. So we're using the sumo DB of our minds, <laughs> yes. which I think is a more powerful tool. I can't no, even I find the Nishiki Fuji bout on sumo here. kyokai. You've got your bouts upside down. Firstly, <laughs> Let oh, me here we go. See Amy's more. going. Okay. Into- when was he last? Okay. Back, back, back. May 2022. I found it somehow. Oh, it was more than that. Okay. All right. Well, the sumo DB of my mind is wrong. When did you say? I said five basho ago. Yeah, yeah, He's been up for ages. Yeah. A year. Anyway, feels like he's been in Jurio recently and he will be back there. Uh, Ichiyamamoto we saw today moved Nishiki, Nishikigi. It's hard to go from Nishiki Fuji. It's hard to go from Nishiki Guji to Nishikigi. Yeah. But Ichiyamamoto today moved Nishikigi back confidently out of the Tachiai. Nishikigi, this to me has become the character of his sumo. So calm in a crisis. Yeah, yeah, he's fine with it. He just likes himself be taken backwards. He's like, there's, surely there's something I can do from here. And if there's not, Another loss, that's fine, but <laughs> I'm sure that there's often something that I find that I can do here and uh, all of a sudden, though, Ichiyamamoto was on the belt. On the belt. 
I quite like this look for Ich Yamamoto. Well, he has to learn to do it, I think. Yeah, he does. And, and I think he did it beautifully today because he slammed a right hand on the belt and he was able to force Nishikigi back. This is the kind of sumo that w- we like to see from Ich Yamamoto. Uh, and with that win, finally... I say finally, gets that ninth win. Well, it was delayed by one day, wasn't it? And that was quite a crucial day. I guess why that's uh, that's why you say finally. One day. Felt like two. Mm. But Ichamamoto, yeah, very much in the Yusho race mathematically, if yeah. not re- in reality, uh, his nine and two. Nishikigi, his score, I can't see. Six and six. Six and six. Yep. Kept himself in it. Sure. By losing today. Uh, Takiyasu came up against Ryuden. Lots of love in the house today for Takiyasu. He is just moving really quickly, isn't he? I noticed that today. He, I feel like we're just so used to seeing Takiyasu come out, try to lock up and, and do slow sumo. It was the opposite today. He took it to Ryuden. I was just so impressed with the speed of his sumo today. Yeah, he was really putting the pressure on. He didn't let Ryuden get anywhere near his belt. He was attacking high. He was going for the Norua, holding up Ryuden uh, by the neck. And then once he got on the belt, Ryuden couldn't do anything. And it was a a win for Takeyasu. And that was his... Oh, Kachikoshi! Great news for Takiyasu. Yeah, I, I was interested that Takiyasu didn't want to sort this out on the belt straight away. Mm-hmm. So it says to me, if I re- read between the lines, that Takiyasu has some respect for the dude mm. and his ability on the belt. But to see him finish it that way, this was pure poetry. Ah, the crowd loved Takiyasu. Yeah, they really did. And that was a Katasukashi win for him, which to me is sort of sits above all the other Kimarite as a beautiful one. Like, I feel oh. like it's so lovely yeah, to well, see. Well, it sits below the Okuri Dashi, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is the most beautiful <laughs> <laughs> moment in sumo. Yeah. Well, congratulations to Takiyasu. Massive for him here to get his uh, Kachikoshi. Ryudan already had his at Magashira 10. He is 8 and 4 as well. So what you're saying is everyone's a winner. Yep. In that bout, in that bout. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We did say quite a few makakashi today. Well, oh, yeah, I know. I don't want to dwell on it, but we will. Uh, Shodai. Yep. Hometown hero. Yep. Was up against Ura. And as you you said before this bout, this has the crowd split. Mm. People love Shodai. He's from Kumamoto, only an hour and 10 minutes on the train south of Fukuoka. Uh, Up against Ura. Beloved by all. Beloved around Japan. Beloved around, around the Japan. world. Around the world. Yep. Yeah. Uh, beloved sh- by the ladies in front of us. <laughs> yeah. A <laughs> couple yeah, of ways I mean, in front. You know, they, they did enjoy Ura's work. Shorter here started well. Uh, and I, yeah. I, I thought it was impressive to see him take it to Ura, go on the attack. Yeah. Because... We were wondering who's going to go forward here. Yes, yes. They both love to back off <laughs> they and, do, and, they and find do. their feet and try to do something with their opponent that isn't necessarily with forward motion. But this was so impressive. Shodai takes Ura back to the bales. Ura launched himself. And while he's sailing, almost above Shodai, pushes him down and over the bales. 
I mean, this was the sumo that you come to see Urudu. Yep. Yep. It was a really good one. And in fact, it was given a totari. So the real pulling of Shodai past him, getting thoroughly out of the way. He was yes, nowhere near yes. Shodai as he came through. And so Ura on the road to Kachikoshi, a much needed win for him. He moves to five and seven. The ladies in front of us were extremely happy. We have been called, I have to admit this on the podcast, for lowering our Shodai towels too quickly. Uh, I think you're referring to some paparazzi photos that have emerged <laughs> overnight of me... Firstly, not hold, not only not holding the towel up. But yeah, there's a saying for this, I think. <laughs> uh, practice what you preach. Uh, throwing the... Oh, I literally threw in the towel. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I, I did hold my hand in my head. This was after short I got absolutely rolled by Arby. Yeah. You know, I just did what I felt was right, which was to hold my hands in my head in dismay. Mm crumple up the short eye towel and slam it into the box. <laughs> and and you were asked quite rightly why you weren't still holding up that towel in support of short eye. And yet again today, uh, when he was beaten by Ura, I feel the pressure to lower the towel. And I guess I just want to admit it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, but I'm a human. You're human, exactly. Maybe I understand why people want to lower the towel. You're just overcome with emotion. Yeah. Your, your boy's on five and seven. He's oh. on the road. He's and on the road. I don't mean Ura. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, short eye, uh, he's been receiving so much support. I wonder if there's a lot of pressure. I well, do wonder about the, the pressure of being a hometown no, guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it's hard to tell with short eye. He's a very hard man to read. I can't. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, if. You're in the stadium, you feel the support. When you look on online and read what Western Sumo are yeah. saying, they are reveling in these losses. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, they're oh, wrong. I saw this. I can't remember who said it. They said, oh, what's happened to the new short eye? I was like, well, I missed that. Is this a new short eye? Yeah. He's always been He's this always good. He's always been great. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Come on, please. And the thing is that there, there are some spots opening up for him uh, when he's at Magashira too. You know, he has this... That has a little whiff of going up. Now, I don't want to say this because part of our brand is getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> but Short Eye is five and seven. Yeah. I think he's got some work to no, do. No, no, no. Before we think about what I'm spots saying is the pressure up. is getting to him. So people are chanting his name. He looks around the Kokosai Centre. There are only pretty much, well, not today because of Ura. You know, there's so much support for him. There are these spots opening up. He feels a lot of pressure, I feel like. Okay. I respectfully disagree. This man feels <laughs> no emotion. Nah. Uh, have we said the scores? Both Shodai and Ura are on five and seven. RTK together mm. as friends. Let's move on to Sanyaku. We had Abi versus Meisei. Abi, he looks good out of the touchy eye like we've seen over the last few days. Abi's touchy eyes looked on point but may say said thank you for that touchy eye i accept it gratefully and he put his foot down on the pedal he did he started coming forward uh, everyone started cheering big may say fans in the crowd and he got abby all the way back to the toara looked like a huge may say victory abby 
controlled his movement backwards, stepped out of the way, just very controlled. Yeah. And may say uh, zoomed past. He certainly did. I mean, Arby with that win moves to five and seven. So he stays on the road to Kachikoshi at Komasubi. Uh, his Komasubi mate, Hokuto Fuji, has already exited. Mm. So Arby is the last hope of Short the, eye spot. Of the uh, <laughs> Komasubi. Yeah, may say here I think this typified his basho so far. Yeah. Trying very hard, doing good sumo, but just falling short at the last minute. But we will give credit where credit's due. Arby, yeah, Arby good great. sumo today. Yep. I mean, it's very quick. Yesterday as well against Short Eye. Good, straightforward, forward motion sumo from him yesterday. I have to say, I have to give Arby credit yeah. when he needs it. That was two good days of sumo from him. Well, it's, I'd argue it's it's a little bit more than two. <laughs> They're the only ones that I can remember, but he's done all right. Yeah, he's well, done five. He hasn't hankered so far. No, so let's say right. that they've all that's been right. good days. Yep. Uh, well, a big bout next. Asanayama up against Hokuto Fuji. Now, normally we wouldn't think this was going to be a big bout, but... In front of us, we had some Hokuto Fuji fans. Yep, and it was clear right from the uh, from the start, from when they turned up uh, just before the Makuchi Doyo Eerie, that they were massive fans. So they started unloading. They were in two boxes, so four people, um, three guys and a lady, and they unloaded their towels. They lined them all up, and I thought. You know, you're getting ready, you'll support this person and then this person and then this person. You're getting all the towels uh, ready in order. But it soon became apparent that they were all Hokuto Fuji towels. One of the gents reached into his bag as soon as they got there and pulled out his Hokuto Fuji supporter jacket. Yep. Uh, and these boys, as Hokuto Fuji was stepping up onto the doyo, were absolutely screaming his mm, name. Yeah, they were so into him. They were doing a little countdown and then all yelling together. So if you heard a big booming Hokuto Fuji on today's uh, Abema or NHK coverage, that would have been these four. And, yeah, just really invested in his win. They did also cheer for others uh, in the stable. They cheered hard for Kidnawaka. Uh, but Hokuto Fuji was really the uh, one that they were there for. He was their boy. Uh, There's a big order in front of Hokuto Fuji, taking on ex-Ozeki uh, Asuniyama. Hokuto Fuji, though, had to retreat very, very early yeah. because out of the touchy eye, Asuniyama came out with those big mitts and they were <laughs> hungry for some belt action. I was impressed here at Hokuto Fuji able to just keep the hips back really early on. Yeah, he suddenly goes down on that 45-degree angle and the hands are reaching, reaching, grabbing. But he was keeping his belt away from Asanyama and we know that he can move fast. Like for a bigger guy, he's just so snappy and he was able to keep his belt Asanyama free. Yeah, well, <laughs> completely Asanyama free. It's not the sumo that I associate with Hokuto Fuji in terms of being able to re retreat and then pull something off from there. But that's exactly mm. what he did today. Because after that second big move along the Tawara, he stabilised quickly. From here, powered Asuniyama back. Yep. And he ignited. The four in front of us oh. ignited. And together, they pulled off. <laughs> and incendiary 
Hokuto Fuji victory. The stadium actually, and again, I'll give props to the sumo crowd for supporting the winner because there were so many Asanayama fans. Of course. But the stadium erupted when Hokuto Fuji won. This was just the crowd appreciating great sumo. Uh, and it happened to be Hokuto uh, Fuji doing it today. Uh, and with that win, that's his fourth win, his four and eight as we said before, he will be exiting Komasubi. But so good to see now with nothing really to play for, uh, his sumo be so, so good and so focused against Asuniyama, such a champion. Now, Asuniyama is one win, four losses, seven days off. This midway comeback to this Basho is starting to look like maybe not the best plan. Yeah, I was going to say that I don't think we can uh, – say anything definitive here about Asaniyama's form because he has come back from injury. But to come back to hit uh, Takakesho, which he he won, so fair enough, he would have been feeling great then. But to come back and then lose against all these guys, the, uh, the Ozeki, the Sekiwake, Hokuto Fuji, uh, it's not looking like he, you know, he should have perhaps. Well, I mean, you know... The reason you're coming back uh, on day eight is to get a few wins so to mitigate that slide down the Banzuke, but he's going to need a couple more over those last few days to do anything. Yeah. Yep. It's not going well for him. So hopefully he can uh, rest and recuperate after. I don't know if I, – I guess he'll see out the rest of the, the Basho now, right? I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder too. All right. Daesho was up against Midori Fuji yes. and uh, this opening from Daesho was incredibly powerful. One thrust, two thrusts and suddenly Midori Fuji was stumbling backwards. Not a good look for the man who has had a great second week so far. Yeah, yeah, he was all of a sudden sitting on his bottom yeah, on was. the dojo. <laughs> uh, did a little roll off but so quick and... I think there was a little rueful uh, smile there on the Abema replay. He was just rocked. He was rocked, <laughs> yeah. Uh, full Daesho today. And that brings Daesho to a uh, fairly good, I would call, Kachikoshi. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, some promise early, but all he needs to do is to rack those eight wins up. And he did that today against Midori Fuji. So Daesho eight and four. Midori Fuji, same score. That brings us to the final three bouts of the day. And the third last bout, Kodnawaka versus Kirishima. Both of these Rikishi coming in at nine and two. And I think at this point, a lot of people would say that they would imagine that the Yusho winner would be from one of these two, perhaps. I think I said that to you. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, including you, yeah, would say that. Well, I wondered. I think what I was thinking about was just the mental edge the winner of this bout would have. These two have been so, so good over the last few weeks. Uh, what a treat for day 12. Yeah. Could have put this last. Yeah. 
But they chose not to. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the last, we talk about the last bout. Maybe that was wow, also a good okay. choice. Sure, sure, sure. But uh, heaps of support for Kodnawaka. Of course, Kirishima um, at Ozeki. But Kodnawaka, he's got a groundswell happening. A bit of a talk about uh, Ozeki promotion for him. If he can get this Yusho, if he can get this big win. Uh, and then another good basho on top of that. But certainly this about silenced the crowd. There wasn't many moments of silence today and before this bout, everyone was aware of how crucial yeah, it was. As they both stepped up to the white line, yeah, there was a hush that fell over the stadium and that was broken by a mutter. Yep. So a bit, a bit disappointing. <laughs> That's sumo. That's sumo. Uh, they reset. They went again straight away. Kirishima got both hands around the back of Kodnawaka and on the belt. Now, from here, this became about Kodnawaka trying to stem the flow, show that great defensive sumo that he does. Yeah, it seemed like that, but Kirishima was so intent on the win here. It was hard to imagine where that defence would come from. He tried to wriggle around. He tried to stop the forward motion, but Kirishima really wouldn't let himself stop. He knew that it was crucial to keep going and to, you know, as soon as a, a big man gets set, uh, it could spell trouble for him. So he just went for it and went on the belt. Yeah, and he powered Kodnawaka over the bales from here. This was so impressive to see from Kirishima. Obviously, he's shorter, he's lighter, but his belt technique just so, so good. And he's so quick. Just that explosion of power. I think he caught Kodnawaka off guard a little here. I always used to say that I didn't know what was going to happen in his belts and it was bouts and uh, it was so chaotic and I didn't know how he was going to find the win or how he was even looking for the win. But he's honing it down so much now that you can see with every uh, one of his movements how he's aiming to... To get that win, even when it doesn't come off, that's fine. But he's got uh, direction. Well, he chose to take this one on the belt against Kodnawaka. I mean, mm. talk about stamping your authority. Yep. And he needed to. An upcoming yeah. Sekiwake who wants to become another Ozeki as well, wants to get this Yusho. I thought at the time after Kirishima's win that this would be, if he can pull it off, as a Yusho, a very important one for him because he got his Yusho, then the next time around he went well again, he got his Ozeki promotion and from there he struggled. You know, he, he went Kataban. He was injured, yeah. Uh, he went nine and six after that, which is hardly brilliant and now he's really looking to say again to the sumo world, I am actually worth this position of Ozeki. Absolutely. What a cracker of a bout. That leaves us with two bouts to go. The second last being Takakeisho and Wakamoto Haru. Oh. Wakamoto Haru coming into to this one with seven losses. So he was four and seven. Uh, Sekiwake status at stake. Yes. Uh, I, I had, I was at the uh, stage of acceptance in my grief journey after yesterday realising that even if Wakamoto Haru got through today, he probably will fight Ozeki over the next few days or at least other Sanyaku. So it was going to be a very, very steep hill 
Uh, this man would have to climb to retain that status. Turned out, Tucker Keisho ended it today. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was just like, oh, well, I guess uh, we'll put this to bed. He came forward. Uh, Wakamoto Haru, he didn't give up straight away. He mm. wasn't taken straight out. Uh, he powered forward himself, but Takakesha was able to find that angle from the side yes. from which he's so deadly and just slap Wakamoto Haru down. Yeah. Makakoshi, uh, Wakamoto Haru, but also Kachikoshi Takakesha. So some good news and some bad news, but it's hard to move past the bad news. Wakamoto Haru, uh, he leaves Sekiwake after four basho there. Yes. <clears throat> As I just clear my throat, I'm not crying. A little bit. I've just got oh, some hang dust. On. Tear watch. I've just got some dust in my eye. It's fine. Oh, tear it's fine. watch. There's a single tear I leaking out. I can handle out. it. <laughs> it's just one giant tear. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So impressive to see Tucker K show though. The, the footwork. I think sometimes it's just so easy to concentrate on upstairs with Tucker K show. His movements today. Watching it in real life as we were, we had great seats, great sight lines. You just forget how economical his footwork can be. It was on display today. He keeps his Ozeki status. That's another one. Uh, That brings us to the final bout of the day. And I do think this one was worth it. Waiting all this time to see Atami Fuji step up onto the doyo against Hoshori, the Ozeki, and... I felt today that um, last Basho in September with Atami Fuji, every day I was worried for him. We all felt, felt the pressure for him. It was something so new and it's just astounded me how quickly he has adapted to that. I mean, I, I can't speak for him, but for myself, I feel like he's <laughs> adapted to that. I just feel this confidence in him, not necessarily of the win, but the confidence in the acceptance of the pressure and the acceptance of his role at the top of Makuchi and eventually Sanyaku. But as you said, we're talking a matter of months ago where it, where it felt <laughs> exactly. like it was too much. Yeah. And now we see him step up on the doyo, the final bout of the day, in contention for the Yusho still, needing to beat Ozeki Hoshoryu to stay uh, with that pack. Hoshoryu, he's an intimidating character. Yeah. Yeah, and he was here is crowding the Shikiri Sen. Yes. He was just coming right forward, um, glaring at him. I mean, he used up his stare. I thought here <laughs> maybe he'd regret using the stare on Gonoyama. Like imagine yeah. if he had that and he hadn't been rec- reprimanded and he could pull that out today. Yes, I, I think it would have worked well for him because <laughs> I think he needed it. Do you know what? It's one of the things. I, I didn't write notes for this last bout because no, I, I just want to talk about feelings. But um, I thought Hoshoryu could have taken some more time. Oh, it went quickly, didn't it? Well, because Atami Fuji put his hands down. And and again, we saw this over the last few days since Hoshoryu's been reprimanded. He just got sumo underway. Yeah, Atami felt- Fuji always goes down first. So he could have still waited a bit, right? I reckon he could have. Hoshoryu. Yeah. He yeah. didn't. He, he went straight away. <laughs> he did not. Now, what we're going to talk about now, it's a blur. Yeah. It is and, I, and I think blur. rather than try and describe the bout, I'm going to describe the other feelings. The, the roar of the crowd as Atami Fuji came out confidently and seemed to get on top early. Mm. Yeah. The tears 
welling up in my eyes, making it very, very hard to see. <laughs> there was a lot happening. What Atami Fuji did, I think, was get the <laughs> left arm around the body of Hoshoryu. And Hoshoryu, I don't know what made him be on an angle or what made him be off balance, but it was Atami Fuji's maybe relentless pressure backwards and he ended up just pushing him down, just yeah. shoving him down. Well, Tsukiyotoshi win it was a, it was a with the left hand. It was a little bit touch and go on the bales. Yeah, it was close. It was close because Atami Fuji on replay – you could see he had to ride the bales. Yes, to that's manage true. That's to true. twist Hoshoryu around. I suddenly remember that. Now, I mean, yeah, I mean, this is coming back to me now. I feel like something's Memories. been unlocked uh, deep in my psyche. I, I thought this was brilliant on the bales. Someone in the stadium thought it was a little bit unbelievable what happened. And that was Hoshoryu. Yes. Because as he, he, he got taken off the doyo here, as he turned around, he was glaring mm. at the Tawara, glaring at the Gyoji, thinking that surely Atami Fuji must have stepped over as he did that finishing move mm. there. Yeah. He really wanted um, some kind of, or at least wanted to interrogate uh, the option of a monoe, but Atami Fuji had really, and we've seen him do this quite a lot, and we've commented on his knowledge of where he is on the doyo and his feeling of the um, Tawara underneath his feet. He knows it intimately. He knows how not to go out, and he didn't again today, and there was no monoe called, and it was just given as a red-hot win to Atami Fuji, who now moves to 10, 10 and, and 2. two. Level with Kirishima or Zeki Kirishima yeah. and Magashira 8, Atami Fuji. Crowd went wild. Uh, lots of support for both of these guys, obviously. But uh, Hoshoryu, I've never seen someone exit the stadium so quickly. He was straight out after the glare, uh, upset with himself for this loss. Uh, leaves him on 8 and 4. Now, Sumo DB is still... Down. Yeah. But can you take us through the leaderboard? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I can take you through the two leaders that I That's just said. That's all I need. Atami Fuji and Kirishima. And then we have on nine and three. Wow. Are you just remembering I'm this? I'm just, let me just whoa, remember. Sumo it. DB of the mind. Uh, Kodnawaka. Yes. Nine and three. Okay. Ichi Yamamoto, nine and three. How many days have we got left? Three. Eight and four. Takikesho, Hoshoryu, Daiyesho, Takiyas, Midori Fuji, Ryuden, Hirodumi, Tamawashi. Don't Tamawashi. Wait. <laughs> Tamawashi. Don't waste our time with those eight win people. All right. I think we I think we know that, that the win is going to come from the that top two. I hope everyone packs. uh pressed stop on the podca podcast before that and yeah. didn't waste all of this time. All right, so a couple of bouts that we need to keep a close eye on. So second last bout of the day, Ozeki Kirishima takes on Daesho. Mm. Uh, Hard work. Now, interestingly here, and we, we noticed this before we left the stadium, Atami Fuji. Oh, yeah. Equal with Kirishima on 10-2, fights Maegashira 3, Takiyasu. So rather than keep Atami Fuji fighting the Sanyaku, moved him 
back to Maegashira 3 Takayasu. Now, this Torakumi would have been set before that result. Mm. So, I mean, this is a bizarre piece of programming. I think they're set at this point on making the Sanyaku bouts work out and making sure that everyone fights everyone up there. But that's, they don't do that. They, they don't need to do that. Not everyone needs to fight They don't each need other. to do that, but I think they try to do that. And so I think it was the fact of what you said before, that it was uh, programmed before he had that win. But so. why put him up? Yeah, well, they, they put him against Yeah, okay, great point, great point, great point. I mean, it's mind blowing. Great point. That he's, I mean, he's fighting a champion. Oh, don't get me us. wrong, champion, absolute champion. But yeah, even a cheeky Sekiwake might have made more sense than this. <laughs> I, I, that bout makes me extremely anxious. It's yeah. making me start to sweat already. Takiyasu Atami Fuji. Maybe that was their idea, just oh, to stress you out. I don't um, like it. That's all the action that we have for you today. So we move on from Fukuoka. Heading to Beppu tomorrow, yep. but we will be bringing you another episode. We'll be sitting in front of the TV. Hopefully, our Airbnb has a TV. <laughs> We've dis- discovered that yeah. they don't always. They don't always. Uh, but no matter, we will bring you the action somehow. Thanks for joining <laughs> us. We'll see you tomorrow. See you then. Bye. Bye. Yeah, yeah.